0: It's the 15th of April 2021. Welcome to our daily podcast, The News Around Uganda. I am Lydia Lakwonyero. In our first story, the government has allocated 60 billion shillings in next year's financial budget for the implementation of the new lower secondary curriculum. The curriculum was launched in 2019 with the intention of reducing on the number of subjects undertaken at ordinary level. The Minister of State for Finance, Gabriel Ajedra, while appearing before the Education Committee of Parliament, informed MPs that the money will be used to print reading materials, train teachers, among others.
1: We have provided $60 actually in the next financial year uh, for the recruitment, training and the the rollout. I think that's next financial year, 2021-2022.
0: Ajedra also defended the decision to award all the 30 billion shillings meant for public universities to only Makere University. He says only Makerere University had a proposal that was approved for funding.
1: There's a committee that looks at all the proposals that come from the various universities. I don't think this was meant to say Makerere is the premier university and others are secondary. No, that was not the intent. They're all on equal footing. They're all represented in that committee that vets the proposals. And based on that, then allocations of that money is done.
0: Still in our national news... The Uganda Private Teachers Union has petitioned Parliament seeking to know the criteria for accessing the 20 billion shillings fund that the government pledged to support them overcome the effects of the COVID-19 lockdown. The union, led by their General Secretary Juma Muamula, informed the Speaker that the money was transferred from the Microfinance Support Centre to the Ministry of Education, which has come up with unrealistic conditions. Mwamula wants the money to revert back to the microfinance support center to enable every teacher benefit from it. Through your office, the Parliament of Uganda causes an inquest to confirm whether the, fa- the said monies are still available for its original purpose, it is meant to serve. We are worried. Maybe we are speaking about the 20 billion shillings when it has already been spent into some other areas. We want to have confirmation to this effect, right, Honorable Speaker? The Speaker, Rebecca Kadaga, promised to follow up on the matter. We no longer hear about it. Uh, uh, so it is something now we need to raise, find out where is it, if it is actually there. Last time we had talked about it, we had asked for the criteria of accessing it, but it seems that answer has not yet come. So I think that we are going to revive the, that request. They should tell us who is eligible to get this money so that you know what to do. This is the first time I'm hearing about uh, teachers being withdrawn from the Mioga. I will uh, check with the Minister of Finance what was the, the reason they were removed and see whether they cannot be uh, reinstated. Meanwhile, the judiciary has introduced uniforms for court clerks and drivers to be worn at all times on duty. The light purple blouse or shirt will bear a name tag and the emblem of the judiciary. The permanent secretary of the judiciary, Pius Bigirimana, says the uniforms are intended at eliminating corruption, which especially originates from the people who disguise themselves as court staff to defraud court users.
1: People of that caliber should have uniforms and therefore we have today inaugurated Putting on the uniform by these categories of people. If anybody is working in court or is driving and does not put on the uniform, then that will be unacceptable and that person will face disciplinary measures. We have also said that there will be no cash. There's no cash for scenario. People must pay through the bank. Court filing fees, fines, they depots should be made through commercial banks and other e-payment methods such as mobile money and then official receipts will be given.
0: Bigirimana adds that it's now mandatory for all judiciary staff to display their identity cards while on duty so they are identified by members of the public.
1: We have made it mandatory that every staff must put on a uniform I mean an identity card You see these identity cards which are being carried We want to emphasize uh, cards so that if you meet somebody here you know this is a staff There are many people who come here and claim their staff when they are not So, we are going to intensify. We have also established
0: customer hotlines. Let's see what's happening in central Uganda. Councillors at the Kampala Capital City Authority were close to a fistfight in a meeting that had been called to finalise discussion on reports for various businesses. Chaos started when the authority speaker Abubeka Kawalia stopped Moses Okwera from discussing the appointments of some members of the Kampala District Land Board, saying the matter was subjudice. Kawalia threatened to call in the police if the councillors did not restrain themselves.
2: No! No! No!
0: No! The Uganda Revenue Authority this week met other stakeholders to devise ways on how to stamp out smuggling in the West Nile region. URA has in the past been accused by the public of using excessive force in its anti-smuggling measures. The dialogue conducted at the Heritage Courts on Monday in Arua District brought together different stakeholders, including security operatives, the business community, border-border riders, among others. Ivan Kakaire, the regional manager of URA in Arua district, told the media that the dialogue is aimed at finding a lasting solution on the issue of smuggling and ultimately improve tax compliance. We've had serious deliberations and in the whole we've agreed that at one point every side has erred. We have forgiven each other and went into a renewed agenda, an agenda that will prosper our motherland Uganda further than what we would expect in developing Uganda together. We have also resolved that we diminish matters of taxes by more engagements, not a one-off, more tax education to our community, especially the new tax policy. That are coming. Let's ensure that as much as possible we communicate to each other. Moses Obeta, the chairperson of the business community in Arua City, said the parties left the meeting satisfied and agreed to form stronger relationships and to be tax compliant. He warned those involved in smuggling to desist from the act, saying it has a negative impact on business. We trust this is going to be way to go that uh, for a harmonious living and for effective mobilization of, of taxes, we will always sit together and plan together and accept work together. And for my brothers who have been uh, practicing smuggling, it may sound unfair. It may not be good for you that we have agreed smuggling must stop. Let us get to do genuine business. That is quite legal. And tomorrow you are going to end up in a problems. Please do not blame anybody. You know we have petrol stations here. They are the ones who allow us to do the the fuel businesses. There are better businesses that we are going to engage in together with you tomorrow that can give you better survival and better growth. Martin Orochi, the resident city commissioner, appealed for consistent and harmonized revenue collection enforcement mechanisms without necessitating confrontation. We want to see a consistent and harmonized method of revenue enforcement especially in Arua City and with. that also, I'll put it before the
1: chairperson business community, who should mark the end of seeing fuel being sold
0: on the street of Arua City by anybody because that is illegal. I think a number of our way forward should take immediate effect from today, including more engagement with the business community like the women who deal in honey. We are moving together both business
1: community, URIA and security.
0: Let's see what's happening in Western Uganda. An outbreak of the foot and mouth disease has been reported in Shema district. Shema becomes the second district in Greater Bushenye to report the disease, which has now affected over eight districts of Ankole sub-region. Speaking to the media last evening, Frank Cherere, the RDC of Shema, said the foot and mouth disease was reported in Muzira, sub County and Kakindo Town. Cherere said as a district they have ordered for quarantine of all livestock in the area and a stop to all sale of animal products in the affected areas. In his remarks, David Kabigumira, the Shema district chairperson, said a team of veterinary doctors have already been dispatched to the affected areas to contain the disease. Samples of the affected animals were picked and sent to Entebbe laboratory to confirm the disease. In eastern Uganda, the town clerk of Soroti city, Moses Otimong, is not happy with improper disposal of garbage by some residents in the city. This follows complaints raised by city casual workers that residents have deliberately taken advantage of the current rains to dump rubbish in trenches especially during nighttime with the view that the rubbish will be carried away by the running water which is not the case. Otimong explains that the dumping of garbage in trenches has instead caused blockage of channels something which is preventable.
2: Coming from my the casual workers and the road gang that majority of the town dwellers have continued to dump Garbage inside the trenches, which is co- causing a blockage in the flow of water during this rainy season. My appeal to the people of Soroti: We must live in a clean town, and therefore, it is a, a duty of every town dweller to ensure that you keep your garbage Sort it and it is your responsibility to take the garbage to designated places from where our truck can be able to pick it to the dump site. Otherwise, if we don't do this, we are likely to have a town that is going to be out of order. It, we can even Get diseases like cholera and also the responsibility of keeping a clean town.
0: In a related development, Otimong noted that anybody caught red handed dumping garbage recklessly will pay two million shillings as fine.
2: There is actually a penalty when you read the Public Health Act, it's very clear. Any person who fails to keep a considerable standard of hygiene in his home or outside his courtyard, he can go for an imprisonment of six months or he can pay a fine of two million shillings. It is actually a duty. Even the Physical Planning Act has amended 2021. It still gives the mandate on every person to be responsible for the cleanliness and keeping the beauty of his courtyard.
0: Meanwhile, Paul Ome, the interim mayor of Soroti City, asked the public to take full responsibility in ensuring that garbage is disposed of in designated places or face consequences. In Gulu district, the Alliance for National Transformation has organized a post-election review meeting to share their experiences. The party president, General Mugisha Muntu, who was speaking at a meeting at St. Monica Girls' Tailoring School in Gulu, said similar meetings have been held in Kampala, Busoga, Bukedi, Kapchora, Bugisu, Teso, and Lira regions. Muntu says the move also aims at identifying their weaknesses and strengths so that they can draw lessons and prepare for strategic direction for the party. He notes that the party will also use these activities to continue with their grassroots mobilization which were disrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic before the 2021 general elections.
1: The 2021 election was not different from the others we have seen. The only
0: difference is the magnitude of uh, tools the regime used, using more money. But the levels of frustration in the population are intensifying, and the scare on the side of the regime is also getting deeper and deeper. When you see a regime start using abduction as a measure, then you know that there is a crisis even in the regime itself. What gives us hope is that change is a constant, as we are concentrating a lot on ensuring that we keep preparing ourselves. James Okelo-Mogi, a former contestant for the Kilak South MP seat, said they want to sell the party ideology to the lowest level so as to garner support. The team will head to West Nile next. And with that story, we come to the end of the news around Uganda. I'm Lydia Lekwonyero. Good day.